Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Happy Tuesday. You are where you need to be. Welcome to the MD Show on Dash Radio, Dash Talk X. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. <gasps> wow. Okay, so we're coming out of Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like the holidays officially began. So that makes me um like feel away. Like I like I was watching like Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving. And all these other shows that they have on. So it just makes me feel fuzzy and warm on the inside. Um, and then we have Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Right. And now uh, Cyber Monday. <laughs> and people were still not social distancing, trying to get their stuff, get their Xboxes and PS5s. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't get one. I was I was waiting in line. They say you have to be there like each store got two. So I'm oh, like so you went. Yeah, I went. But I'm like, if you if you get there and there's like 40 people in line. I mean, you might as well get out of line. Then why? Right. I couldn't understand that. But I also was um, surprised on how there was such a low demand. That must be because of Corona. Maybe they're not able too. to process as many or manufacture as many, ex you know, gaming systems because it's never been an issue to like get an Xbox. You just kind of go and get it. I just think the production is lower. I think that's what you're yeah. saying. Like the people may not be able. Companies may not be able to afford, you know, the bulk amount. So it's yeah. interesting. It's like Jordans with these Xbox, mm, with, mm. with these Xboxes and PS5s. Like mm -hmm. it's like a lottery. You just, you know, if you get it, you get it. So I don't know. You don't you don't? Uh -huh. But I, I was like, you know, I've just already kind of like resolved myself to 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 a place where. I know that I'm just not, I probably won't get one till like after the holidays because mm -hmm. I went, I looked on Amazon and the Xbox was like, they have one or a but couple. But it's 3000 probably. It's like, a, like nine, like nine ninety nine. So I'm like, well, nobody right. needs it that bad. We're just going to wait, you know? Right. So it's time to get your Christmas list together and put your trees up. We've definitely started to do that. Um, and get ready for actually the first day of winter hasn't even started yet. It's like in two more weeks, but it's, it's like really nice outside actually here in LA. It's like 80 degrees today, but it still is like a cool breeze. And I love that. I love the cool breeze. Yeah. We so, needed it after this hot summer. We mm, just had. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that was like, I can appreciate it. Um, it's time for a change in weather though. Mm -hmm. You know, so Okay, so today's episode is we're going to talk about a few different things. First of all, we can't even go uh, without talking about the Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> it was so entertaining. Amazing performances. Snoop Dogg commentated and performed and did amazing. He was, he had everybody I don't really cry. know how he remembers his lyrics because, like, because he like smokes something. Like, I would be like on the floor, like asleep. <laughs> 
I, I yeah, and but he he for, he commented and um, performed and did so good. And you just looked at him like, dang, he has so many hits, mm-hmm. and he only did about five of them. Well, he just did that versus right. Who did he do it with? He did. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was Snoop and. I remember. I forgot. That but one. anyway, then you knew like, oh, like he had so many hits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Snoop and um um not Jabu. I can't even see him going against anybody. I'm like, I'm like, I can't I can't imagine. Snoop needs his own versus. I can't even think of who it was. Yeah, but okay. So yeah, so everybody like like Snoop was like a huge hit. Everybody loved it. Um, I feel like all the performances were like really, really good. It was DMX. Sorry. DMX. Sorry. Snoop and DMX. That's who I was. I was like, I couldn't think of who it was. Uh-huh. Um, and all the performances were like, it was super entertaining. It was very entertaining. And I like it because, again, we just were talking about what we like and uh, how we can appreciate the pandemic. Like, I like that, like, you don't have to, like, because that would have been a whole thing. It would have been like, okay, let's get our outfit together. Okay. How are we going to get there? Okay, let's get the Uber. Okay, then, you know, we got to get it. We have to get in the building. Then, how, okay, once you get in the, in the building, then you got to get your your drinks. Mm-hmm. Then you got to get your food. Or are we going to go pregame before? We're going to go to dinner. Are we going? You know what I mean? Then you then once the thing is over, then you got to get out of the building. And then mm-hmm. wait for the car. Or are we going to walk over to L.A. Lot? You know, we, where we usually walk to the Ritz-Carlton to get the car. Like, it just was like so much better to just like enjoy it in our own home and watch it. And so I think the way they did it was really like, it was really great. I think it was um, a hit. I know they made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And it was great to see how they like made it, you know, still what it was with um, the pandemic happening. Cause I feel like even during normal times, there's not really that many performances like that. It's no, there's not. It's normally just like the opener who's ever welcoming out. Like the whoever fighters. is like walking out, like mm-hmm. Justin Bieber used to walk out Mayweather. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's like that one song, really. But all the other fights were good, too. Oh, my God. What was the one? The Nate Robinson. <laughs> oh, the the clean knockout by Jake. Oh, God. Jake Paul. I actually, like, a lot of people were hating on him, but I like it. I'm like, you do what you got to do, you know? It's funny, like, for Jake versus Nate, it's like Nate was already an athlete. Jake isn't an athlete. Child, I will Jake be is not just, an athlete no more. Jake is a YouTube star. And <laughs> Nate was in the, and I think he actually played for the Blazers. He Nate played for 11 years? He played for 11 years in the NBA. And it's like, Jake has no athletic experience professionally. And just as a famous YouTuber, and... It's just like a popular, you know, a, you know, he's like an influencer, very popular. And he ended that fight very fast. It was a, he, they said it was a minute. That was a great fight. And you, you guys, please go back and watch the fight. It was honestly really entertaining. I don't even know. Nate, I feel like got knocked out the first hit, even though he still stood up. He like knocked him down like so many times. I was like, what is going on? And it was now he's the laughing stock of Twitter and Instagram. And it, it was just that was really too good. funny. That was like a good thing to happen in the holiday week. And, you know, because it was like we kind of had like five days uh-huh. kind of free, um, which I'm looking forward to again. So that that's good. Um, so, yeah. So then, you know, Mike Tyson comes out. He's in great shape. Great he, shape. This is like his first fight in 15 years. He looks amazing. 
Um, he lost 100 pounds. He literally looked amazing. The only thing that looked old on his body was his head. That was the only thing that looked old. But the only thing was his, like his face, you like know? Like the body was young, but it was the like a different was young, head. But then the head was different. It was like a different head. <laughs> and then I look back at like pictures of him, you know, in the 90s. And I'm like, gee, like... And is that, only, like I'm like, is that gonna happen to me? Like, no, you but think, the like, only reason why his age? face is like that, I think, is because he got punched so many times. No, you know, I think it's because I mean, well, he's had which I, I, you know, I love Mike Tyson. Like, for people that know me, know I love Mike Tyson. Like, I've always wanted to just sit down and interview him or just talk to him. But the thing about him is that he's very transparent, and he's you know had a long history of drug use and substance abuse. And you know what I mean? And alcoholism and like everything else. And he smokes a lot, a lot of weed. I mean, Tyson Ranch. That's his thing. You know what I mean? So um, like he believes in like cannabis therapy and like all that, like mm-hmm. toad, the toad, they, there's this like thing they do. He takes the toad a lot. So I'm, I'm guessing that like for the past year, cause that's how long he's been training. He had to kind of like really curtail all of that, but he looks Fantastic. I mean, he his looked, body was like. And Von Jones after the first. Uh, you want to Von Jones, don't you? What's his name, Mom? What's his name, Von Jones? <laughs> Von Jones. What's his name? Roy Jones. Oh, Roy Jones. <laughs> In my mind, he's Von Jones. I make names for people. But yeah, yeah Von Roy Jones. Right. I can't say it like I say Roy Jones. It's it's okay. I know I have a little accent. Roy Roy Jones. Roy Jones. He, <laughs> he after the first round he was. He was about to he pass looked, out. He didn't look. He needed to he go didn't to look right. I'm he, like, and I, I'm like, if they keep it, you guys, they were hugging. I call it the hug. Th- that one punch would go, and then they would just wrap around each other and just try to figure it out. And I was just like, <laughs> what is this hugging that is happening? And after, and Von Jones, aka Roy Jones, this is Von Jones. He was so tired. He was. And 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 um. Oh, Mike and Tyson I- was just a trooper. He was I, barely out of breath. He was. Even at the end. And I just, I loved how, like, I went crazy. Jasmine couldn't understand it because, obviously, she was born in the 90s. Oh, I remember But, like, this. when Michael Buffer came, like, I was like, of course they had to bring him back because it's Michael Buffer. You know what I mean? And I just love, like, reminiscing on all those times. And I've heard his story, too. And, I've like, he had, uh, Mike Tyson had Michael Buffer on his show. So it was, like, really interesting to hear his story and, how he came to be mm-hmm. who he was and navigated through his career. You know, he said he tried to set um, Mike Tyson's uh, mom up um, with like his dad or something like that. Like, oh, I don't wow. know, it was something like, you know, it was really funny. Close. No, but yeah, yeah it was honestly really. No, Robin Gibbons' mom, his ex wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, up with. Um... Anyway, so yes, yeah, so they have this fight. It's great. And then. They have a draw. And I'm like, how could this be a draw? And you could just tell, like, from the beginning, it was always going to be a draw. Okay. It was. Well, it, you, you know, because you killed it for me. You're like, oh, this is an exhibition. Ex- 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 that. And I said. It's an ex. And they kept saying it's an exhibition game. So this isn't supposed to be. So that's not real? No. That just means it's a scrimmage. It's a practice. They're practicing live on TV. Well, they got to fight again. Well, and then that's what they said, you know, but Von, Von slash Roy Von Jones. Jones he just could not he would you guys first of all at the end mike tyson just walks away he was done he just walks to the back he was mm-hmm. like let me go to the back and roy jones stayed and this was like you know 
he just, it's just so funny how how like sports get people riled up and the adrenaline and you know the expectation that was had and Mike Tyson even said a draw the only draws I wear are the ones the only draw Wait. I know are the ones I'm wearing he doesn't know a draw he's but, like I he's like I won the fight but okay <laughs> but did you see when he was like talking to Von Jones and he like walked away he just like walked away yeah that's what I just said oh you did it's oh. okay. I didn't hear that part. It's okay. Yeah, and I'm like, so he like clearly wasn't. He was like, not agreeing with with the decision, but he didn't want to like go off because I mean, mind you, this is the man that it's like, an exhibition game that too. like bit you know Holyfield's ear. You know what I mean? A couple times, so you know, like he would previously say like he would you know eat people's children and like blah blah blah. You know, it's oh, my so taste. Crazy, crazy. Oh, okay. Um. But then you could, yeah, but also what I liked about him, like in comparison to Floyd, because I feel like Floyd is, a, Floyd is like the new age boxer that like, you know, is the undefeated champ. Floyd's very cocky and very, very, very flashy. And just, I guess Mike was, I mean, Mike was like the original, like Vegas, like he moved to Vegas. He had Tigers. You feel like he was as flashy as Floyd? Um, Floyd's a little extra. I don't, I don't know if Floyd's he a little was, extra. but see again, it's he probably times. was, but like we didn't have social media. So, you know what I mean? You didn't have like. But even, you, you know, know how he rolls around in LA with nine sprinters. Well, I know, but like Mike Tyson had like, you know, like 55 cars, like 55 Rolls But he would Rose pull Rices. up to the games in the cars? Oh, yeah. He had like, you know, like minks and just tigers and like his house was crazy and like. Okay. You know what I mean? But so he was like, like, but he was like 18. Okay. Yeah. For, yeah. And also, too, it's like, um, but he's great body. I, I was like, Mike Ooh. just seemed so humble. You know, he he knew there was a draw, but you could tell he had fun mm -hmm. and he was excited. You could tell he felt good for I him wonder to if be he out there. Wife. What do you think? It's okay, mommy. Okay. He, he, you could tell he felt good to be out there again. And he had his classic no socks with the boots it was and the great. black shorts. The entertainment was great. It was really good. I mean, I just had like a great time. So I, I'm saying that to say that, um, of course, you know, we applaud Mike Tyson. Um, and I think that they should do it again, but I also think that in light of the pandemic, it was very well orchestrated. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kept you entertained. And I mean, like at least six people that we spoke to that night had ordered the fight and that was like $50 a piece. So mm -hmm. you can imagine, like, I think, you know, obviously they made like a serious coin from it. Mm -hmm. And you that know? one boxer, who was the one that? Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray was like, I would never do this for the money. He, he was, he was throwing a little shade. He was a commentator. He was throwing That's a little. He can't fight no more. He was throwing a little shade. He was like, uh, this is like for money. I'm not. I would never do this. Something like. And I'm like, mm, he would do it for the money. He would. Do he it. fought for the money before. Right. What's he so, talking about? I don't about? know. That was funny. Yeah. So so but so that we had to start with you know mentioning that but but going into the five day streak of things that we. Loved since Thanksgiving. Oh, this is a five day. It treat. ended with Sunday, <laughs> and every Sunday for there, the past six weeks. For the past six weeks, there's this amazing show. You know, we love our shows, <sighs> and we're always going to tap in sometime in uh, during our shows on our the shows that we love, and the undoing on HBO Max. I feel like we talk, you know, because it's like the thing that it's it's you. We are. Viewing more shows since March, obviously, because of the of the pandemic. And for us in Los Angeles, 
we actually went on an, another lockdown starting yesterday. So mm-hmm. it's like during this time, and most people are like, are staying at home. It's like, we just have this, you know, it's like, okay, we have to watch things, you know? Yeah, we're going through, we're back at that beginning of the pandemic mode where we're mm-hmm. going through all the Netflix shows. But I feel like Netflix and people were listening to us in the beginning because then all these shows came out. They did, but I feel like now, like March, somehow they they should have like put more out to like prepare us for now. Because now is the time where you need to really get everything out. Because mm-hmm. we're about to be, you know what I mean? I started Grey's, Grey's Anatomy, y'all. Because I've heard <laughs> so many good things and I've never watched it. So that's where I'm at. Because I know that that can last me through the mm-hmm. rest of the pandemic. There's mm-hmm. so many seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while we do, you know, uh, discuss, of course, all things, you know, all all things are on the table here at the MND show. But these shows have kind of like, they're so, like a lot of the shows too, they're important to talk about. Like Lovecraft, of course we have to talk about that because that speaks to where we are, where we were at the protests, where we are with Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and like things like that. But um, so, right. So now we're moving to just all shows. Well, and shows are connecting us to all the, our friends and family that we can't see mm-hmm. and that we can't Because these shows bring like all ethnicities, with. all cultures, you know what I mean, together. Mm-hmm. which I love. So we have like a small little culture um, of the undoing family. Like there's probably like 10 of us or so mm-hmm. that watch it, um, of course, every Sunday. But so um, so basically the undoing is it stars Nicole Kidman. She's frozen in time, by the way. She doesn't age. She looks great. She's amazing. Like, I need everything she does. Okay. That's Nicole Kidman. She's a boss. She's married to Keith Urban. Okay. He's, you know, hot. Okay. Then um, Hugh Jackman, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Hugh Jackman? Yes. Are we no. sure? No. It's, um, oh, 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 you know what his name you is. You and Keith Urban have the same birthday. We are both Scorpios? Mm-hmm. What? So um, it's not Hugh Jackman. I apologize. I keep thinking it's Hugh Jackman. It's not Hugh Jackman because he has an accent. So it's like it's um, you get Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Lord. And so um, and the son too. What's his name? Because he was really good. Noah Jupe. Like I thought that was the little boy from Stranger Things. Oh no, Mm -mm, it's not, huh? mm -mm. Yeah. And and there's an amazing African American lawyer on the, the show. The lawyer. And then of Her course name is Noma. Um, um and then Lily Rabe. Well, Nicole Kidman's father, of Don- course. Donald Sutherland. It's no other than played by Donald Sutherland. So you already know what that cast is gonna be crazy. Amazing. So it's about um it's like a psychological thriller, and you're trying to figure out uh basically a who done it. Who done it? It's a mystery, a murder mystery, and it is. But it's hot. It's sexy. It's it's bisexual. It's like all these things, and it's it's a hard, it's a heart palpitation for us. I couldn't sleep last night. I literally woke up in the middle of the night to a a story post from my mom saying I'm still (laughs) under 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 wraps after this. Nobody reposted my story either, and it's a limited series, so it was only six episodes. Um, I would appreciate if you guys were posting a story. I wish it, they made a movie or like <laughs> she kept wanted going. to go on I and on. I wanted it to keep going. <laughs> so it is so deep because 
you really find out how people can be walking amongst amongst you, well, actually, and married to them, and be like a sociopath. Mm-hmm. And you don't know. So, like Nicole Kidman and the character Hugh Grant. Um, they were married for 13 years. They were together for 10 and married for 13 or something. Yeah, like. so she's been, she knew him for 15 years. She knew, she knew him for a long right? time. And he snapped, y'all. He didn't really snap, though. That he was did. Thing. But you know what I was thinking he about today? Snap. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, He I did snap he did with snap. that hammer. But pretty much he was a doctor. They ha- were having this perfect New York life. Um, I mean, really perfect. You know, and then, you know, then she finds out he hasn't been at work for three months. Mm, mm, mm. He's a You know how they do. And he's a cancer doctor. You know how they do. He's a pediatric oncologist. You know how they do. You know that. You know that whole thing. Have you seen that before? You guys. Have you been through that? Have you had like been with a man and they like getting up and getting dressed every morning and then they like don't do anything all day? Like they're like, all right. Like they're leaving. No, no, no. But no, no, no. Never been with anyone (laughs) like that. But. He would get ready in his scrubs every morning, y'all, and go to work like he was going to work, but wasn't because he was fired because they found out he was messing around with the patient's parents. And over time, it seemed like he had been at this hospital for a while. If you haven't watched the show, we're giving you some spoilers right now. But so, you know. Tune in after you watch all six episodes. But, um, you know, you know, he had been, you know, too friendly with the, you know, he does kids, cancer patients that are kids. So, like, he got really close with some of the moms or whatever. Interesting. And, you know, Nicole's trying to figure out. Then he goes missing. All of a sudden, he's supposed to go on this work conference. He goes missing. Nicole Kidman, the wife, is trying to figure out where he is. And she just finds out little by little you like know, this who her whole, husband really this, is. These different levels. These different levels. But I think that we most importantly wanted to just touch on narcissistic personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a real thing. And he definitely was. A narcissist. Mm-hmm. And a sociopath. And a sociopath. And it just... Like I've been around people like that before. I've been in in a relationship with someone like that before. We both and it's have. like mm-hmm. you can, I mean, you will just run yourself into like a, a spin because you're like you believe, mm-hmm. and then and then they and then at mm-hmm. first they're believable. At first they, they see they study you. They're until, studying you. Into oh god yes. So then yes. like by the time they start to really pull off the narcissistic characteristics, they already know your personality, what makes you mad, what makes how you to push sad, your buttons. how to push your buttons. And then and and then there's also this like collateral that they kind of build up. Like like they start to know so much about you because they put it in like in like their bank. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you know what I mean? Like, for example, I had told the person I was with something about somebody, you know, because that's that you're you're in a relationship. So that's you're, what you do. You're pillow talking. Right. And then that person took the information back and told the person, you know what I mean? So it's like they use certain like they're always building up this collateral. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like. The worst thing that you could ever do, which you do see in the last scene, 
is when you leave them. He couldn't, he was like devastated. He started to cry. Like, you know how the, um, what's that movie? Oh, The Wizard of Oz. And she starts to melt and she's melt, melting. I'm the melting, witch. I'm it's melting. okay, ma'am. Like he was melting. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he couldn't. In his, in his shell. So narcissists have a shell. They have a shell where they put on a front and they are who you, per, who you perceive them to be in your eyes. You know, they, they build this characteristic and this identity mm. that they want you to see them as. Mm. As soon as you start to figure out that the identity that they've perceived themselves to be is not real, that's when it all goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Because then they can't fake anymore. Well, they hate to be called out. They and they hate to be called and out. And they hate to be And they hate exposed. to be figured out. Exposed. 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 Because then that's when the I don't, the I don't give a F attitude comes in and the real they start unraveling it's like an onion it's like an onion like you're you're like take he they start taking off all the layers and then they start acting crazy and you're like whoa you know and then and then it's kind of like they probably mm. just bump that move to the next and try to oh find yeah, yeah the next one that like is dumb they could trick they could trick them. i have it so figured out you have it like so if anybody out. um needs to talk about mpd one-on-one please dm me or, um or me it's like such a real thing and it's actually um it's actually um qualified um i don't want to say qualified but it's actually a mint it, it's a mental disorder because you know you, you know the person is sick it's a mental sickness you know and it's sad because i know females who start like that get stuck people you got you if you get stuck in that warp of a narcissistic person it can hurt you more than it can hurt them so how do you like how did you get out of it yeah because i know but i know that you have to like but i know you're a strong person just like i am so it's kind of like after it's hard y'all like i can see why women don't don't give up or they just stay in the relationship i mean because it's sometimes it's easier especially if some men you know, know that they're crazy and they'll rush into a marriage within the first six months Mm -hmm. and then they're stuck, right? Then you're stuck, especially if the man Mm -hmm. that you're with has money and this, when the person Mm -hmm. maybe does, this is not my circumstance. I'm just saying like, I can, I can see where it's difficult now in situations where you're not married, you kind of just have to like really have really real conversations with yourself. You have to kind of distance yourself away and have real life conversations with yourself on your worth, what you're mm. willing to tolerate for the rest of your life. If you were going to be with that person today, who they are today for the rest of your life, and they are showing you narcissi- narcissistic and manipulative personality, then are you able to deal with that forever? Or is it going to tear you apart? Mm-hmm. Is this person a good father? Is this person a good mother? Will this person be a good father? Will this person be a good mother? Can I see myself being with this person 30? Like, these are all conversations that you have to have because in the moment, you're like, oh, but I'm just trying to make it work. I'm just trying to make it work. Like, this is just right now. This is like, those are all excuses because you're trying to not deal with the pain of letting someone go that you care about. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I felt like I had to decide I love myself more. Mm -hmm. Because I would say it out loud to the person, but I didn't. My I had to act on it. You can always talk and say, "Well, I'm I love myself," and I and I do. But you, it doesn't really resonate unless you show actions behind what loving yourself truly means. 
Mm-hmm. And what, cause it's like, if you, if you love yourself, then you wouldn't really tolerate narcissist narcissism and you have to then accept, okay, this person that I love isn't the one. And I have to emotionally detach myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. You going over there because you're sad and then maybe having a little uh, bump, bump and grind. That, cause that, cause that happened. That happened. And, and, that, and that, I mean, not to, not for us. We're saying in the, it in can the, happen in the, in the, in the, in the undoing, world. in the oh, undoing and, and, and happening. Undoing, yes. Yeah. When she went over there. Right. You know, and, and that's a great way that men ever great thing that men use to reel women back in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, especially for women that are, you know, emotionally connected to sexual, you know, intimacy with their partners, you know, and you know, then there's women that are more savage that will just, you know, sleep with other men to just get over it. I, I'm not really like that. It's hard. I can't really just do that. But that's definitely people's way of dealing with things like that is just like, well, let me just be with somebody else mm-hmm. so I can just, you know. But I think, it, you know, it's definitely hard. Oh, this is, these are good. So good. I so also think that something that I did was you have to have a good support system in life. If I didn't have a good support system in life and was not able to be transparent with my circle about how what I was going through and what events had occurred, I would have been alone. So mm-hmm. I think so many people isolate themselves in narcissistic relationships because they're embarrassed. No, I don't think that, they don't want to tell people. I, you know, I, yes, I do believe that, but I also believe that the isolation starts from the predator side. Mm-hmm. So that's like the big. Because, that's a part because of it. That's as a you part notice in the yeah. in the undoing. She had never, like, um, been around his family. She, he, she said only at the wedding, but that was on purpose so that you can't figure out. See, in my narcissistic the psychology and relationship was, was the same. same. I did not right. meet his family. We were together for over a year and a half. He only met my family, but See, he would not. He would that. not. He would not. He would not open up that part of figuring out. Because then she's going to tell you. Oh, well, you know, blah, 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 and this and this and that. that. Because they hate when you figure it out. You know what I mean? They hate when you figure it out. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That is Mm crazy. That makes me have chills. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so just, you know, just for the listeners out there, just so you can be aware and you can be healthy and maintain your sense of health and wealth, which I always promote. Mm -hmm. um, Characteristics of NPD are... A grandiose sense of self-importance. I mean, what I'm about to say is like textbook of the person that I had this experience with. And Same. it's so funny because now that like, like they try to like hook, like they'll throw hooks to try to like get me to like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Get riled up. And it's like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> You have to you have to be very strategic in your responses and in your answers because it has to be literally textbook. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't with it has to be without emotion. Mm-hmm. Your your responses. So, um a sense of entitlement, exploit exploitations of others, well, you know. A lack of empathy, sociopath, envy of others or the belief that one is the object of envy. Totally arrogant or haughty behavior or attitudes, belief that one is special and can only be understood by by or associate with special people or institutions, preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, ideal love, or wealth. That's crazy. Right? That is crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think something that narcissists do is that they want you, once you start to see the real them, they run away. They don't want you to know. They want to be perceived in the way that they want that they want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. They want to write well, their own. They want to draw their own picture. And if they're if you look through, like you know, some people we see right through that. We're like, okay, well, what this doesn't match with this. So, you know what I'm saying? But some people are like, this is what I want you to see, though. So, can you just look at this? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, this is now. This is true right here. What does it say? Um, there is a correlation between researchers say. NPD and high rates of substance abuse, because the person that I was with was like a drug addict, still is, um, and an alcohol abuser. Um, high, they're associated with high rates of substance abuse, mood swings, and anxiety disorders. Because it's like mm-hmm. they need that to kind of, they have to alter their their mental. They can't, you know what I mean, function healthy. It's not healthy. Anything outside of the norm, anything outside of their norm that they've created makes them act out. Another thing that I feel like I realize is, um, or I notice is a lot of the people who I know who are narcissists were self-made. So their parents weren't as involved and didn't guide as much as they may have needed at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, and with some predicaments, you know, you can't control that. Whether mm-hmm. it's a death, you know, both of the parents are, have passed right, right. at a young age. And then you have to just figure it out. Or, you know, but I also feel like don't victimize yourself, people. If you're those type of people who... Did not grow up with the with a, a parent that guided you and helped you, you know, because that's crucial. Don't don't victimize yourself. Rise above in the right way and be honest with that pain because it's it hurts. That hurts. And I, you know, I I was raised by just my mother, but like I'm happy because she did a great job first of all, and I know it's very hard. It's being a parent is very difficult, and if you're a young parent. You know, it's even harder to 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 sacrifice your life for another human being. You know what I'm saying? But it, but it's the job that you've mm-hmm. that you've signed up for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of parents that are not able to fully put in a hundred percent, and that results in a lot of these, you know, people becoming narcissists because they don't know they don't know they've never been told that's wrong. They've never been told no. They've and, and uh, you know, there's so many narcissists that I know that don't have any either parents. They kind of just, you know, have always had a different lifestyle well, or lived de- different it's, lives. It stems from lack of something happened mm-hmm. in development mm-hmm. that there is um, a lack of attention. Like there was a, you know what I mean? Yes. There was a, not uh, not not negligent, but like. There was it was the wrong attention. It was the was, wrong there may have been attention, but it was the wrong attention. It wasn't a loving attention. Right. So it it develops this I, I need attention. I need attention. You know how like when you were little, you can think back, mm-hmm. like and like you there's like, you know, maybe like third, fourth grade, and there was like always that person in the class that was just like always doing stuff to get attention. Mm-hmm. And it's so annoying. But it's that. But I don't like, I know those are probably some baby sociopaths too. Cause they were like really bad too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would just like pick on other people or like do all this stuff to other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh-huh, I wonder where they are now. 
Mm-hmm. Baby sociopaths, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but what somebody said something to me last night, and this was so true. Um, because they watched, I guess we didn't watch this, like the after oh. the after um episode of the undoing. And Hugh Grant Grant said, um, did his character really love his family or did he love them loving him? And he said that sent chills down my spine because it's true. As long as they're able, because it's like a, it's like you're, control. It's, it's, like, control. it's like you're the, you're the supply and narcissists need supply. So the minute that, that, that they see you turning is when yep. the explosion is going to yep. start. Cause I, that's exactly you know what, what I mean? happened to me, y'all. As see, soon I'm as good. I, I was great. You should have. As soon as my turn, this, I did. I, helped you. I did. You did. As soon, yes. As soon as the turn happened, it all went downhill. Cause I, start, I mean, and because I'm smart, so like I'm saying things like I see you doing this, or this doesn't make sense. Who are you? I started saying I started saying stuff like that. Who are you? Who I'm? I've been with you for how many months at this point, and I don't really know who you are. You're a completely different person. Who was are the, you? Was it the Louis luggage, mommy? Okay. And so that I think, mm-hmm. as soon as I started talking like that, it went from picture a, perfect on paper to, Z. to I don't really care. They stopped. He stopped caring. He stopped caring because he's like, well, now I can't fake the funk. I'm not even really that person. That's not even really who I am. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even be the fake person because I saw I saw that it was all made up and I called him out on the, it being made up. So then he just stopped. And then I was just like, OK, well, hold up, because you can't just give up on something. Because we're, in, you know, unless you say the relationship is over, you know, and that also goes with how narcissists deal with themselves. Narcissists aren't able to be like, I'm crazy. I know. They're not going to admit that to themselves. So they're going to continue to live through the relationship like they've done nothing wrong and it's all you. Like, that's you know, why, that's why I'm surprised he didn't jump off the bridge in the show, guys. Because I can't see him living in prison. He's going to kill everybody forever. You guys watch this. But, but, but just you have to watch it. And then we don't want to give away too much. I mean, we really haven't. But you have to just see how it all just unveils itself. But I did think back to a very pivotal moment today, too, that really had me up most of the night was when he even tried to put it on Nicole Kidman. Remember, he was like, well, where were you that day? Mm -hmm. Like he was like the psyche that goes into this. It's so real. It's so destructive. It is so damaging, y'all. Like we just want you to really understand that if you can identify with this person, you need to get your things and you need to run. Run, <laughs> run, run, run. And it may hurt in the moment, but I feel like the sooner in life that we let go of those things that maybe we thought were good for us, but then they've mm-hmm. unveiled themselves to not be, the sooner you walk away. The unveiling. The unveiling. The sooner you walk away, the sooner better things will come. You got to get rid of that devilish energy. Mm -hmm. But maybe wait till you get the Christmas gift because they always, you know, narcissists, they always do things. Don't wait for the Christmas gift. To like 
shine on themselves. So they'll give you like a nice gift because they want it. It's all about them. It's like, look what I don't, gave. Don't get them the gift, look, guys. No, okay. Maybe not the gift. Leave, leave, leave. We don't need no gift. We can go buy our own gift. We can, we can go buy our own gift. But I wanted to go back to um, moving forward to last week's episode. We had um, the Senator Isidore Hall on and we kind of ran out of time and we were talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. And this is another show, see? <laughs> but more importantly, um, the silver lining in that um, reunion, which was amazing, amazing, Very moving, well just moving, just so real, just like I literally just had puffy eyes for like two days. But... Um, it's really centered around a discussion of forgiveness, because just to bring everybody back up to up to speed, um, Will Smith um, and Janet Hubert, who was the original Aunt Viv, they didn't talk um, for 30 years. And um, he, you know, which was interesting, which is how, you know, he doesn't have MPD. He wanted to. Um, involve Janet Hubert and you know he felt that it wouldn't be right to do the reunion without her being involved or without you know her having some level of involvement and so he has um, a private conversation with her and during the conversation she shares with him that um, because of the way he was and because it was like his show quote unquote that um, and Will and Janet were having issues that he basically, you know, told the network um, to like give her kind of like a very um, just a contract that just was unacceptable. And basically they got rid of her because they knew that she wasn't going to take that contract. So it was like she quit as a result. And so um, she lost her home. She lost um, her reputation, she says. Her child was bullied and, um, and yeah. And so, but what I appreciate about this process was that he was the person inflicting the pain and he was also the person that came to her mm -hmm. to resolve the conflict. Yeah. Because I don't know, had it been the other way around, would, would, would that have worked? Like if she wanted, if she reached out to him, which she kind of had put him on blast for a number of years. But she probably would have never reached out to him. Like, like, she, like to say, right. Cause you're not mm -hmm. going to do that. You're not going to do that. So it was important that, he, that the person that was the instigator um, initiated the resolution, the forgiveness, the process. Mm -hmm. And it was important that he accepted his responsibility. Because, because everything that she said, he didn't dispute it. He just listened. Listened. And he later on, because then he had like this um, other thing, um, this other conversation with the psychologist about it, because he was like, I need to go to some therapy over this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I've learned that if, if you inflicted pain on someone, you have to accept what they're saying first. You have to just listen because a lot of times that's what people want. They just want you to, to hear listen. them out. And I also don't think that if the conversation, like I think time kind of sometimes heals 
heal or you know what I mean? There's like a self healing in that, mm, or like mm, it's like that's a partial healing, partial. But I'm saying it like decreases the volatility. Yes. So like, had they had this conversation right then and there, you know, it would have been like you know what I mean? Because he was he expressed how he was so young and to have a conversation like that, he or was going willy nilly and to and literally and to understand what you know what he what the impact that he had on her career. You know, that was his first gig. His first gig was a, a gig that took him. No, I think to he be did. legendary. What was his, that? Was his first thing? No, I think the I think he did the movie first. No, oh. the well, six degrees of separation. <clears throat> that was before. I think so. He was so. Or young. was it during? Mm, no, I think it was before. I have to look that up. Okay, well, it was. You know, he had no acting experience like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he tells a story of how he got the job and he went to like a party with the networks and he had to audition at the party while they're all drinking and smoking cigars. And like, that was his only break mm-hmm. that he had and the op- opportunity to have the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he probably didn't realize the impact. I mean, was during that, I guess. Yeah. He, he probably well, it aired in 1993. Yeah. So it was during Yeah, probably, it, you know, it probably, he didn't realize his impact on her career and, you know, being a black man, um, especially in what it, and how it, it affected the rest of her life. You know, he knew that she was going to be off the show, but I don't think he thought it was going to make her not be blacklisted from Hollywood, you know? So I think one thing my mom wanted, we wanted to touch on was forgiveness. And I feel like that's um, my church that I've been listening to. They've been doing a sermon for the past eight weeks. Transformation? Uh-huh. Transformation Church um, on forgiveness. And I feel like I listened yesterday. It was good, huh? Mm-hmm. And that's something I feel like I'm definitely working on right now. I have a couple of, or have one person that I feel like I really need to forgive. And I and I feel like I have in a sense, but this goes back to like my mom saying like distance. I think distance and not speaking in time is only like masking, really forgiving somebody. I think it just makes it easier to deal with the pain that you that a person may have. Um, but true forgiveness, you know, it is difficult and it's 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 a process. And I think for me, you know, talking to God and writing stuff down and reflecting on my feelings and that's kind of my way of how I deal with things. Right. But I also feel like in conflict resolution, there's also like there are some people um, that I are not in my life anymore that have definitely wronged me. Um, Agreed. I understand. But it's like, but it's I, like, I forgive. I mean, because right. it's like you have to look back at like that time or that space and you're like, oh, they were, you know, whatever. But it right. doesn't, but it doesn't mean that I need to have you in my life. Correct. You know what I mean? There's, yes. Like, and I, and I, I struggle with that because a lot of people say, you know, don't, don't judge. Don't, it's like, I'm not judging. I'm making decisions that are appropriate for me. Um, and your peace. In my journey mm-hmm. and, and in my life and in my spirit. You know what I mean? And I can't let people encumber me in such ways if we're not walking on the same same path path. and that's by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. And that's a path of me being in a place of truth. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's not that I'm judging. It's not that I'm, you know what I mean? But I do, but I, I mean, I have the right to say what I want and what I do not want in my life. You know what I mean? It's not judging. Well, yeah. It's just, I'm good on that. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that's something that my mom has definitely taught me. Like, some people are you just love from a distance. Because it's like, we're people who overly care. So, like, if I get too emotionally involved into something or I feel like an emotional responsibility, it's going to take a toll on me. But then you have to see people, and if they don't want to be helped or if they don't want that type of friendship, then you have to just accept that. Mm -hmm. And you just have to take a step back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I understand because I definitely have people who I've distanced myself from, but I don't, I'm not like, I've forgiven them. And I know how that feels to just be like, that's just, that's just going to be what it is. And I'm just no hard feelings. It is. But then in regards to my, this person that I'm speaking of, it's like an emotional thing because it's my father. So like, I, it's hard for me to understand. Um, It's hard for me to understand how to deal with something like that. It's, it's, it's your blood. It's someone who gave you life, but you know, if, but this, but it's like over time, people have to change too. They have to think about, you know, things, you know, they have to think about, it's hard to come to a conclusion with someone when they just are in their ways, you know? So it's like, how do you deal with that? How do you forgive Mm-hmm. you know well right and so it's like you know people say like well for your peace you have to forgive it's like I don't know if there's also forget like and you know even if you get the apology it's like uh, you know what I'm saying yeah. like I don't know it's if like and so where this took me to was how can Will right this wrong because this is a woman that is saying she lost everything. She lost her marriage, her family. She was homeless. Her, her child was abused because of it. Her, her her family disowned her. She was black blacklisted in Hollywood. She couldn't work, you know, and, and then it's like, it's all coming from you, Will. How do you write this wrong? And so, of course, poll questions. We have poll questions. And a lot of people were saying, well, he needs to cut her a check. But I don't even know if that would be enough Right. To, is, it, is it money really going to like yeah. I, I think I think more so the fact that he acknowledged it publicly. He acknowledged her publicly means a he lot. acknowledged. His behavior that it was wrong. I think that was more of you know what I mean, what needed to happen, although I have an inside source. Okay. They said that they all got paid from that and will cut her a fat check. They all got paid from the show? They all got paid for the reunion. Oh, well, obviously. And that when she opened up her check, it was like her contract was negotiated a certain amount. And when she opened it, it was like way beyond More. what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, put her in some acting roles. Why is it? I'm like, come on now. I hope that opens her up. So, and it's like, that was like, there's only like one Viv. How can you do the Viv And that's wrong? what I was telling my mom. I was like, it's crazy because like, she's the Viv that everyone respects and likes. Girl. And we, and honestly, my mom knew that there was this like tension that happened because she was like an, uh, a, a, a a small infant, yeah, a, a teenager when the show came out. So she was more aware of what was going on. So she knew that she had gotten quote unquote fired. But like in my day and age, it's like that's the on vid that everyone talks about. That's the on vid that has a famous dance video. That's the on vid that you Girl, know. I bet he came on the other day too. Yeah, it's so funny. 
So I, it's so I so it's it, it, yes, her reputation was ruined then. But then as the generations had continued, it's like that's the vib that we all like and the vib that we all talk about and the vib that really we say as on vib. So it's like yes, you did have this bad experience, but at least in the in in the in regards to the show and you know the, the stamp that she left as Aunt Viv, she she got that. Mm-hmm. She that's something that she can for sure got back or had for the whole time, regardless of what Will had done, mm-hmm. which is which is probably felt good, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But I know it felt even better that like Will finally apologized and brought it to. Mm-hmm. You and know. they should do like another episode. You know how like you know they'll have like those like episodes that they do like they had like the Jeffersons or they had like you know what I mean oh like keep doing different reunions like I think that they like, sh- no not the Cosby I show, think though. I think that they should do a show like an episode oh like not a reunion they should do like another you know episode I think that that would be like super cool to see you know yeah. So hopefully next week we will um, be in a different place, in a different mode, because um, we'll have to update you on our lockdown Yeah, and our safer at home orders. That's what they call it, safer at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what the next week brings us. I mean, really, I don't go anywhere anyway. It's like you go to the grocery store, you she go, you do, your, you, do, you do your essentials. You know what I mean? And then you just stay home. And I kind of like it. I kind of like, like normally I would be gone like most of the month. Like on the weekends, I'm pretty much gone. But now it's like, I've you know, you're paying. And a lot of people, like a lot of my friends are doing this. They're paying attention to their home improvement projects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just getting into themselves. And I think that's the most important thing to remember during the pandemic and during this holiday season. Um. Make sure yeah. to rate and comment on our podcast and to tune in to all of our past episodes on Apple Podcasts and other podcast streaming interfaces. Spotify and all, all other podcast platforms. Yeah. And you can find me, um, Bianca Banks, at It's Bianca Banks, I-T-S-B-I-A-N-C-A-B-A-N-K-S on all social platforms. And you can find me, Jazz Nation, at J-A-S-N-A-T-I-O-N-N on Instagram. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow the M&D Show. And don't forget to follow Dash and Dash Talk X. Have a great week. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different, it's different, it's different when I'm sitting here alone all by myself. It's different when I think you might be with somebody, yeah. It's different, it's different, it's different, it's different, it's different, it's different.